everybody. Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. It's great to be with you. This is the first podcast I have done since the terrorist attacks in Israel. Um, crazy, crazy stuff. But if you've been listening to this podcast for the last you know, year plus, this isn't surprising to you. We have told you that we have been in World War III for quite a while. Okay. This is just another phase of World War III. It started with information and now it's becoming kinetic. All right. Now it's becoming bloodshed and violence. And the reason the elites love it so much, there's a lot of reasons why they love war, but a big reason they love it is because people die. And if you can have people die, you can let, you can lower the population. Okay. Cause they want to get rid of the peasants. And so I'll give you my whole thoughts on the situation. It's been, I've had a sick feeling in my stomach for ever since this happened, just like looking at what's going on, just like, just sick, just like, man, we had this, this era of peace for like 40 years. I mean, relative peace, right? Relative, but like American Western world, very peaceful, very peaceful. I get it. If you're listening from somewhere else, you're like, you guys suck. You guys are bombing everybody. I totally get that. I respect it. I'm just telling you as an arrogant American, I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't have to worry about it. Now we are getting thrusted into a kinetic World War III. And when you get the Middle East involved, and it has to do with Israel, who many countries want to wipe off the, like, the face of the earth. I think Iran's, the Shah, whatever his name is, the Iran, the guy who runs Iran, said Israel is the cancer that needs to be wiped from the face of the earth. So he wants to get rid of all the Jews. A lot of people want to get rid of the Jews. Many people hate the Jews. In fact, maybe the most hated group ever, the Jews. Why? Probably a lot of reasons. I'm a Jew. Uh, we own a lot of stuff. We employ a lot of people. Um, maybe, perhaps, we, want, we run the financial system. Maybe we own the media. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. But uh, a lot of people don't like us, so this is probably not good. This is not in my best interest to have terrorists want to kill people in Israel. That's not good for me, but I could still look at it objectively. All right? And let me tell you my main concern. So you have terrorist attacks like 9-11. All right? And we retaliate and go bananas on the Middle East, on the Middle East, okay? Iraq, Afghanistan, boom. We just slaughter and bomb people all over the place. We lose over a million uh, people, Americans, everybody dying all over the place. Bloodshed, boom. Um, pro- the, the Patriot Act, probably a little bit of an overreaction. 9-11 was terrible. I don't want to understate that. Awful. I don't like when innocent people die ever, period, because I stand with the peasants. And I'm going to come full circle to standing with the peasants to prove that I never waver from that sentiment. 9-11 was bad, but you could argue that the response to 9-11 was significantly worse. Not only did the West, particularly America, lose a lot of our freedoms, we just like gave them away. Take them, take them, take our freedoms. Survey us. Yes. Say, you know, 20 years down the road, they won't turn this inward on domestic terrorism. Now the cover of Newsweek, we're going after MAGA, which is like 75 million people. No problem. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because maybe there's other terrorists that are actually killing people, like in Israel. Like maybe there's other people to worry about. Maybe not someone who just voted for someone of a party you don't like. I mean, crazy. Someone with orange hair or orange skin, whatever. A nutcase who was a game show host. Please. There's actual bad people in this world. Let's be honest. So Israel gets invaded. People get taken hostage. People get killed. Very bad. Nobody approves of that. Well, some universities kind of approve of it, but what happened to colleges? Universities are, if, by the way, a little side note, 
if you're younger and you're being told to go to university, I think, especially for the jobs that are going to exist in five, 10 years with AI and how fast innovation is going to go with life sciences, all this stuff, do not go to college. That is not in your best interest, especially if you take money out. Do not. That is not the best use of your time. Learn online, watch YouTube videos, watch all this stuff. It's all free. Do not go. Do build something or travel or do something else. Not good use of your time ever. I've been saying that forever, but just want to let you know. So um, where was I? So Israel of all places is, let's just say, nearly impossible to get into or to invade or to just bomb or anything. The Iron Dome, which is one of the most impressive things I have ever seen, by the way. Just an unbiased take. And I know very little about war and weapons and missiles and killing and death and destruction. Not my expertise. But this whole Iron Dome thing where you just fire in like thousands of missiles and you can just go boop, and pop those bad boys out of the sky and if it's not going to hit anyone you just let it go and hit the empty area that is really impressive like does the u.s have that and if we don't why not like that seems like a very good idea if anyone ever shot a missile here we just pluck it out of the sky i mean it is amazing to see there were like hundreds of missiles like back to back to back to back and they're just plucking them out of the sky missiles like it's nothing that iron dome is very impressive so respect to whoever built that. That is pretty cool. Why why we don't have it in America? Probably because we're surrounded by two bodies of water. We got Canada and we got Mexico. And it, we really probably have the best land in the world. Oil rich. Uh, we could be energy independent. We have the best food, agriculture. Really, we just have such an advantage. It's crazy. It's amazing we even deal with anybody. But um, yeah, Iron Dome is wow. Now that is impressive. So to get through the border of Israel is, I would have said, impossible. And you talk to anyone who's been there, you got someone that's in the IDF, the Israel uh, Defense Forces, on the border with AK-47s everywhere. And these people got in, okay? They went to this uh, concert, gunned down a bunch of people, took people back as hostages in Gaza. So they went over and then they went back. And the Israeli Defense Forces couldn't get there for hours. This is the most secure plot of land. It has to be the most secure plot of land in the world. Now, I don't want to get conspiratorial, but I have questions. And what we do on this podcast is we interrogate. And ever since we started asking questions, we have realized that we have been lied to about pretty much everything. Now, I am suspect. I'm not saying they necessarily let this happen. How in the world did the most secure board, this has to be the most secure border in the world. There has to be no border that is more secure than this border. And you're telling me these ragdolls, I don't even know what that means. I don't know why I said ragdolls. These, I guess they're terrorists. Terrorists got over through the border and then were able to go back before one of the strongest armies and most sophisticated armies was able to get them. What's going on there? What's going on there? That needs to be investigated. That is very suspect. That is very weird. Okay. You couldn't get down to save your own people. You, they were like three hours away to respond to these killings in the kibbutz and all this stuff. Like you, what? Really? They're everywhere. There's guns, there's weapons, there's military people everywhere. It's Israel. They're surrounded by people who just want them to, like I said, they want to be wiped off the face of the earth. They hate them. They are ready for anything. Those are, you know, 
I would say if there's a group of people I didn't want to mess with, I'd say one, I would say the Americans as silly as things seem to be. I don't think that's how the army and or the military truly is. Number two, I'd put Israel. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with those people. I just wouldn't do it. They're crazy. When I was little, I went to camp and one of my counselors was an Israeli and he would just headbutt people, and break their jaws and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, these people are nuts. I wouldn't go to war with them. Not my, wouldn't, what wouldn't be my suggestion. Anyways, this terrorist attack happened, this breach, this failure at the border, big time failure, needs to be looked into, but it happened. So now here's what I think was the actual plan. And this is my biggest concern that is making my stomach in nuts. (laughs) Israel's response. So they wanted to trigger Israel to go total bananas in response to commit war crimes, to kill everything and to create, to create a catastrophe so that everybody who questioned Israel would hate them. And then they'd all go to war with Israel. And it'd be very tough to fend all these different countries off with Iran, who, who knows who else hates them, you know, pretty much almost every Arab, you know, Lebanon, Syria, all these people, just, they would all join in forces. So they get, so they kill these Israelis, terrible. But now the response should Israel respond? Probably. But should they absolutely invade and crush Gaza? I think it's going to end up backfiring in a big way. And I think that was the goal. I think they wanted to trigger a huge response from Israel. Like a obscene response. And it looks like that's what they're going to get. And my concern is if they go into Gaza and they go full cutthroat, we're going to just slaughter everybody. There, this, the probability of this turning into World War Three, like where actually like Congress acknowledges it is extremely high because we will have Israel's back no matter what. That's just the way it is. And other countries will have the Palestinians back or Iran's back. I don't know who, I don't know that whole situation over there. It's complex, but I would suggest to not go absolute just all out like we did on 9-11. I wouldn't go in to Gaza and just slaughter everything. They're borderline doing it right now. And it's going to trigger a massive response from a large part of the world. There's a lot of Muslims. A lot of people don't like the Jews, like I've already said. Very dangerous. So I'm very worried about the response from Israel. Can they go after Hamas? Sure. I have no problem with that. But it's very hard to get Hamas without killing a bunch of civilians. And if you have a bunch of videos coming out of babies and young kids dying in Palestine, you're not going to win in the court of public opinion and things are going to be really bad for you. And then they're going to come for the Jews everywhere. And I'm a Jew and I don't want to go everywhere, anywhere. My life's fantastic. I want to just keep it how it is. And so just keep things cool. Keep things as level-headed as possible for a crazy attack. We, yes, like I said, you could respond, but you can't slaughter children. You can't do it. You can't slaughter peasants. You can't do it. They did it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. If someone invaded America and killed 10,000 people tomorrow, I wouldn't want to go to, uh, I don't know, Mexico and kill 10,000 innocent people to get back to them. That's not the way to go. You can go after the bad guys, but if you're going to kill a bunch of innocent people, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy, especially kids. Okay. I understand they hide, you know, where, you know, peasants are. You can't do it. Don't do it. The response is going to turn out to be really bad, I think, for Israel. 
That's my biggest concern that's making me sick because a lot of people want an excuse for Israel to be wiped out. And this will be it if it happens. This will be it. And so I do not want them to overreact. And I'm so worried this Netanyahu, this Bibi guy, is going to do that. He seems to be a war monger. We're at war. We're going to bomb him. He's posting, posting pictures on X of bombing everybody. I've seen videos of both Israel and Palestine. Children, you cannot, you cannot kill children. I don't care where they're from. I don't care what country. I don't care what color they are. I don't care what religion they are. You slaughter children, those people deserve to die. You should, You could go after them. That's cool. No problem with that. So I get it. Go after Hamas. Get the people who kill children. Totally get it. But in response, you can't kill other children. You got to kill the people who killed the children. That's fine. Don't kill peasants from anywhere. No more Israeli peasants. No more Palestine peasants. No more Spanish peasants. No more English peasants. No more American peasants. Mexican peasants. None. 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 Zero. So this is a time where all peasants of all color, creeds, ethnicities, whatever you want it, however, you, whatever, however many labels you put on yourself, okay? Labels is just a way to get us to fight amongst each other while the elites divide and conquer, okay? So take the labels away and let's just call ourselves what we are. We're peasants. That's what we are. That's fantastic, by the way. We need to come together. And if we all say no and we join in for world peace, we could prevent the end of humanity itself. This thing is going to get out of hand very quickly if we don't come together. We need to bring a voice to this. I need you to share this message. You might hate Jews, Christians, white people, black people. You got to get over it. You got to work on it, all right? I promise you they're the same as you, all right? They just grew up differently or have different traditions, whatever. Get over it. We need to live peacefully as one, all right? Like, why are you divided? Because people believe in a different religion. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, all right? Just be like, okay, I don't agree with you. That's fantastic. Do you want to go watch a football game? You don't like football? Go watch a soccer game. You don't like soccer? Watch a basketball game. You don't like sports? Go read a book, okay? Play tag. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Find some common ground and stand with one another. This is going to be the most important time for people like us. This is the time for world peace because things are about to get choppy and I stand with the peasants. So very complicated, but I will not stand for war no matter what. So I stand with the peasants and I propose peace. And if the elites don't want it, we propose peace. And then guess what? They have no one to fight their battle. So they have to go fight themselves and they'll never fight themselves. They only send peasants to die. They will never do it themselves. So if we stand together, we could stop all this. Please spread the word. We're just getting started. All right, let's move on to some other stuff. Tough transition here. But I do want to get into the economy because this is incredible. This is amazing. This is real. So Paul Krugman, I believe he's a Nobel winner. He's like an, for, for uh, economist. He posted this on X. And if you're listening, I'll, I'll read the chart to you. He wrote, Paul Krugman, the war on inflation is over. We won at very little cost. And he posted a chart from January 2022 to September 2023. And the line bounces around, but it goes all the way down to like 2% for September. And the title of this graph says, <laughs> I can't believe this is real. The title of his graph for beating inflation says, CPI excluding food, energy, shelter, and use cars. So we beat inflation except for all the things you need to live. Food, energy, and shelter. That's like 90% of everybody's expenditures. The CPI less food, 
energy, shelter, and used cars. Are you joking? That's like 90% of what people say. So besides everything you need to live, we won, everybody. We won. Isn't Everything's great. Nothing's more expensive. The world is safer and better under Joe Biden. Don't ask any questions. I'm, what? I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I think that is absolutely fantastic. So um, next thing I want to get into a couple things real quick because, you know, that first topic's heavy and I'm just not ready to get back into it yet. But let's do this. Uh, since as like I said, this current regime that's running America, it seems like they hate Americans. So on Q, U.S. Deputy National Security Advisor Jonathan Finer, quote, we will not participate in rescue operations, operations for hostages held by Hamas. We will not help the Americans that are held hostage. OK, makes a lot of sense. That's what we do. But we will give Iran six billion dollars and then a terrorist attack happens three weeks later. And then if you question that the six billion should have been given, you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, what? And they're coming from all angles. From Chief Nerd on X, internet companies Google, Amazon, and Cloudflare say they have weathered the internet's largest known denial of service attack and are sounding the alarm over a new technique they warn could easily cause widespread disruption. Internet protection company Cloudflare Inc. said the attack was three times larger than any previous attack we've observed from Reuters. So internet's going to go down, power grid goes down, war everywhere, violence, just things are not looking great. Unless you're Bill Gates, our favorite entrepreneur and philanthropist. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation announced $40 million in funding to accelerate mRNA injections manufacturing in Africa and globally because they love Africans. They're obsessed. They, they care about Africans more than anybody. They, no, they hate Africans. Okay, They despise them. Let's just play the video for you. I won't even read it. This is from the African News. Listen. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has pledged a $40 million investment to assist multiple African manufacturers in producing messenger RNA vaccines on the continent. Institute Pasteur and South Africa's BioVac will utilize an mRNA research and manufacturing platform developed by Quantum Biosciences in Belgium. Now, the great thing about this new technology is you can really, with that, solve significantly very quickly some of those challenges because you can have it with, a new, with this new technology. You could have vaccine quicker. Messenger RNA vaccine technology. I'll stop it there and just say, just don't read the scientific studies and it works great. Just don't read the science. Just trust it and it will work very, very good. So <clears throat> I do find this funny. I'm not saying I agree, disagree, but it's just funny. So you saw during every current thing, universities like always speak out. Okay. Whether it's right or wrong, I'm just saying observing, that's what they do. I think it's funny that this is what happened. Ready? Trump, this is from Abigail Schreier. Trump wins an election. American universities. We cannot be silent. George Floyd killed by cops. We cannot be silent. Kyle Rittenhouse acquitted by jury. We cannot be silent. Ukraine invaded by Russia. We cannot be silent. SCOTUS strikes down Roe v. Wade. We cannot be silent. Hamas murders 1,200 innocent Jews. We've decided that making statements on the current event is unwise. <laughs> I'm not saying, listen, you can go either way on the topic. It's just funny that they just don't say anything on the current thing. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And a lot of powerful people like the CEO of Apollo, huge hedge fund, is not happy about Penn, not issuing a statement, the Florida, a lot. Now, I don't think 
issuing a, pub, a, a, a statement on every single thing is important. But if you're going to make a statement, all, all these prior things, well, you just put yourself in a little bit of a pickle because now you have to make a statement. And so if you don't, you look like you're a little bit, something's going on there. So not, not about saying we agree or disagree. We're just saying if you're going to have that pattern, it's pretty odd not to continue the pattern. And so people are going to expect the worst. Um, and so, you know, I really want to end this one because it was such a serious topic. And uh, I will end with uh, something that I referenced earlier. And this was with who you don't want to face in battle. And you don't want to face the Americans. As crazy as things are and all the different people that it looks like what's happening in the army and they're trying to, you know, get people out who aren't obedient and say yes to certain inoculations and whatnot. I get it. I think, but I don't think the actual real military is messing around. And so on that note, I'm going to end with this video. This is from Anthony Pompliano, who I believe served. If American citizens were killed or kidnapped in Israel, things will ratchet up very quickly. Well, little did he know things will not ratchet up very quickly because we said we will not rescue the people held hostage by Hamas. I bet you if that was over any, any other president, that would have been different, but under one who was trying to destroy America, well, that one will not try and rescue the hostages. But if it was someone else, I believe that this one minute and nine second video clip is relevant. And I think it's still relevant. And I do think as crazy as things are, even if we're fighting three battles against Russia, against China, against Iran all at the same time, I mean, I worry over every empire ends by getting involved in too many foreign wars at once. You stretch yourself too thin and then you get defeated. That's what they're trying to do with us. I could see that, but I still hold that Americans have a chance. And so listen to this guy. He's going to fire you up if you're listening in the United States or you're part of the West. If not, you're going to be like, screw these guys. But I thought this was pretty cool. This was a real speech by a former general. Take a listen. And the threats to our nations, they don't sleep. They're watching our every move. Iran, Russia, China, North Korea, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. They may be watching this right now. Our military should not be mistaken for a cable news gabfest show. We don't care what you look like. We don't care who you voted for, who you worship, what you worship, who you love. It doesn't matter if your dad left you millions when he, if he knew who your father was. We have been honed into a machine of lethal moving parts that you would be wise to avoid if you know what's good for you. We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. We've seen war. We don't want war. But if you want war with the United States of America, there's one thing I can promise you, so help me God. Someone else will raise your sons and daughters. Damn. That is intense. Woo. Oh, man. That's intense. But I stand against war at all costs. I am pro-peace, and we're starting a movement here. Share this podcast. Let's start this movement now before it's too late. I've been asking for a year plus for the peasants to stand together. What is it going to take for you to realize that if we don't stand together, united we stand, divided we fall? What's it going to take? How many times do I have to tell you, and you still won't share the show? Share the show. Get people part of this movement, okay? We need to take this to the moon. I mean, literally, we might have to go to the moon. But until then... Let's come together. We're going to lock arms. We're going to create a real movement. We're going to get loud. We're not going to be censored. And we're going to fight for peace. That's it. There's atrocities going on. We condemn all terrorism. 
all that stuff, obviously. But we stand together no matter who, where you're from, who you are, what you look like. I do not care. If we don't stand together, divided we fall. That is the game, and you choose what you want to do because the outcome, if we're divided, is going to be awful. But if we decide to come together, the outcome can be fantastic. I'll take my chances on the ladder. Are you with me? I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.